finds from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. The latest COVID-19 totals, a flurry of activity in Frankfurt. We'll tell you about that. The Biden administration threatening an, an important executive order. And we'll play a round of You Pick Trivia. It'll be your chance to prove you're the smartest person around the water cooler. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left. Rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's speech. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Making a lot of new friends outside. We got a parking lot full of people today. Uh, yeah. Did you go out and wave to them, I ask them not. about their moms no, and them and how they're doing? Well, I mean, you see strangers and you talk to them, I so do. I figured today would have been but a, a busy great morning, opportunity so. uh, to to do that. So, well, I guess just use this opportunity to say hey to them. Hey, because hey. <laughs> they're all there awaiting uh, some produce distribution. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey, how's Misty? I'm well. Uh, not too bad. I, I made uh, a quick reference to it yesterday, uh, but as I was going through all your attributes of everything that you are, I was reminded that there are people now in the world mm-hmm. who, when they are looking, to, when they are in a rivalrous phase, mm-hmm. like when they have a friend say, "Well, I, I know so and so," that people counter and say, "Yeah, but I I know Misty Misty Embry Thomas." Yeah, it happened last, it happened last week with my neighbor. <laughs> I sent you that, right? Yes, that's okay, yeah. that's yeah. why I was saying. I yeah. mean, when when a person says, "Well, we know Luke Bryan," well, and then when, when I say a, Luke Bryan lives in our neighborhood, when a person counters and says, "Yes, but we've got Vera Wang's arch nemesis," you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, you, I, and you, I just say to the neighbor, <clears throat> "Thanks for listening." <laughs> Didn't know anybody had actually picked up on that. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, be careful; they may be coming for your mini burger fortune. So they it's, they may be trying to yeah. work their way it's into that. It's a baby so. food jar in the backyard. <laughs> just, just, um, <laughs> Didn't even need a whole mason jar. Just, just be careful. Just the little weepy one. There's <laughs> a um, there's a restaurant in Texas. You know, Texas a couple of weeks ago said take your masks off and just go around willy nilly, uh-huh. just do whatever you want to. Except the there are some private restaurateurs who have said, uh, well, our rules are going to be dif- different. Even though the governor has said it's not required, we are maintaining that you're going to have to wear a mask. But it made me laugh because it reminds me of the old mechanics joke. You know, I'll fix your carburetor for you. It'll cost you fifty dollars, but it'll cost a hundred if you help. You know, because it's just, you're just going to be in the way. But this Texas restaurant, they've put a, a surcharge for anyone who questions the fact that masks are still mandatory in their restaurants. And, in fact, there's a sign on the door that uh, management outlines its new policy saying $50 if I have to explain why masks are mandatory, $75 if I have to hear why you disagree. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. It's, it's their own private restaurant. They can do with it whatever they want to. Absolutely. If the majority of the market comes in and says, well, we like your decision making, I'm going to spend money with you. Mm-hmm. That's free markets. That's how it works its way out. That's so. America, people. But we're <laughs> built and founded on and hopefully moving forward will continue to be. That's right. Here's 50, hoping. $50 <laughs> if I have to explain, $75 if you whine. Yeah. 
That's just I love a winer's per- fee. Makes perfect sense. I right? think on the wine list they should put like W H I N E. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they have. I will a, listen to you wine. In fancy restaurants, they have a sommelier uh-huh. who is like responsible for knowing about all the W I N E. I'd like to be the equivalent of a sommelier, which over that oversees all the W H I N E. I think that's like, say, nope, that's a wine. That's a wine. I, that's a wine. Yeah, I think. Restaurants should put counselors on staff. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Windy and warm today, likely the warmest day of 2021 so far. Highs in the mid-70s. Tomorrow is going to be an active day with rounds of thunderstorms, very heavy rain, and strong wind gusts into the night tomorrow night. So be prepared for that. And maybe keep your head on a swivel tomorrow, just being, you know, uh, adapting to conditions. I don't know that anything is going to be... Uh, you know, was it last week or maybe week before when they were bracing in Alabama saying, just get ready, it's going to be, don't think that it's that type of thing. It's the type of day, though, where you need to just kind of pay attention to um, to what's happening because we're in a transitional weather pattern from season to season. Today, breezy and warm, 77 is the high, only a 10% chance of rain. Tonight, breezy and warm, 62 is the low. Tomorrow, thunderstorms and wind, 100% chance of rain tomorrow mm. and a high of 70. So just uh, be prepared. The Biden administration, uh, at least the White House, saying the Biden administration is considering potential executive order to implement some type of additional gun control. President Biden said that we have to act, but prospects for any major changes were dim for now, certainly at the congressional level. But the Biden administration single-handedly yesterday drove up the price of weapons and ammunition. So the ammunition that you normally might buy for sport or whatever you might be buying it for, or the idea of, and they were already high because just people fear that a Democratic um, administration, much like during the Obama years, would uh, create a lack of supply and an increased demand, so prices artificially come up. But then when the Biden administration says, well, we may use an executive order to get what we want, I would caution <clears throat> I would caution against that because it may be one of the um, it may be one of the biggest overplays of his hand that he could possibly do, especially so early in his term. Now, I've been thinking a lot about Boulder and about, you know, 10 people dying, and I it's a tragedy, and there are portions of me that say, why? Why do we keep having these, and how do we keep guns um, out of the hands of people who can't use them responsibly? But I don't know that gun control is the way that we do it. But I also think that if I lived in Boulder, Colorado, or if, heaven forbid, we had some type of similar tragedy in Grayson County, Kentucky, and a family member of mine were involved, I may suddenly be singing a different song, saying I was willing for something. I don't, But I don't want to live in a world where I have to carry a gun everywhere I go because a possibility of some mass shooting might take place. But I also don't want to, I, I don't want to um, surrender my Second Amendment liberties when I showcase that I can use and have and possess weapons responsibly. And so it's, you know, the Congress goes through these theatrics every time there's a mass shooting. And 
it's easy for us here in our neck of the woods to look other places in the country and say, yeah, that's bad, but but I'm just wondering if we lived somewhere else or if we fell victim to that. I wonder how many, and by the way, I'm not, I'm not pointing at anyone. I'm kind of looking at self going, well, how, how would my thinking, how would my ideology on this potentially change if it really hit close to home for me? And so that's a dangerous spot that we're in, but the executive order, it, the executive order as an end around to the Second Amendment, don't do it. Mm-mm. I mean, you, you... You know, here, and I hear a lot of people who, um, and it and it is an argument that at first thought, I thought, okay, I can get on board with that. That seems like a reasonable compromise is less ban the, um, the weapons that are multi-shot rapid fire weapons. And that makes sense. I don't know why anyone would need those type of weapons. But here's my issue with it. I I go back and I lay everything over the Constitution and the Bible. Mm -hmm. Our Constitution, Second Amendment rights, says we have the right to bear arms. If we allow our government to decide which arms we can possess, then our government has the right to possess arms that are different than we. We never want our government to have possession of weaponry or technology that we don't have access to. And that's the scary part of it for me. Uh, but I'm like you, it's, if this was my child or my husband or my mother who was killed in a grocery store, um, my, my lens would change and say, then how do we fix it? Yeah. Uh, that's where the, there, there are logical portions of me that Mm -hmm. seem reasonable, but then Mm -hmm. I also go back and say, you, you know, you laid that out perfectly. The second amendment was really designed so that the government couldn't – you still had the power. You mm-hmm. still had the right to bear arms, whether that's through militia, through right. that's protecting your own property, right. protecting your own rights for when the government <clears throat> decides, well, we've just decided we are going to take these rights away from you. Yeah. And our guns are bigger than your guns because we made you surrender your big guns to us, and now we have the high ground yeah. and then just follow that to its end. So there are <clears> – <throat> There are the principles of which our na- our nation mm-hmm. and our liberties were founded upon that are protected within that amendment. So I'm looking for solutions to how we can keep crazy people, deranged people, from taking a weapon and going in and killing 10 people, including a law enforcement I officer. I don't know that we'll that, ever be able to fix that. Uh, again, if you can eliminate hate... If you can eliminate evil from the world, yeah. you can eliminate that. Yeah. But guess what? We're not going to be able to, yeah. to do that entirely. So I don't know. You know, and, and my argument is the government does have weapons that we're not allowed to have. Yes, absolutely. I yeah. mean, our, our military does. But is it's, it, it's, it's large weapons. It's, it's stealth bombers. It's things that. Cruise missiles. Yes. Things like that. Uh, but when it comes to guns, I just feel very uneasy about giving up our power to the government to own something that I no longer have the right to own to protect myself from my own government. Yeah, just so. don't. If I if I my, I would offer to the Biden administration, don't get too don't get too fixated on that power of the pen. I mean, if you just think you're going to executive order your way around Congress, um, your days are going to be numbered. Uh, very numbered. Uh, 893 new COVID cases reported in Kentucky yesterday by Governor Bashir, bringing us to just shy of 422,000. 
11 COVID-related deaths yesterday, bringing us to over 5,800 now. Positivity rate sat still at 2.93. Ventilator patients dropped by 15, now under 50 people. There are 48 people on ventilators in Kentucky. I, you know, I think testing is diminishing. I think as uh, people who are vaccinated comes up, they maybe don't pay as much attention to symptoms and things, and they say, well, I'm protected. I'm not going to go to the trouble of get tested. So I think testing is coming down, but yet our daily cases are hanging around in that 800 to 900 range in a non-Sunday or non-Monday number, Mm -hmm. but our positivity rate is continues to step down or is holding steady. So I'm I'm looking forward to a day when, okay, when are we going to get down into the 600s per day? When are we going to get down into the 400s per day? And will we? Who knows? We might not ever get to that point until people stop testing totally. We just have to say, okay, pandemic ends. Testing is no longer required. We're not going to give numbers anymore. Yeah. Another weekly uh, vaccination record in the state. The governor said about 200,000 Kentuckians received a dose of the vaccine last week. He also said that while demand continues to be high, some vaccine sites in western and eastern Kentucky have open appointments. That's uh, right. And now 50 and over. Mm -hmm. And then in a couple of weeks, 16 and up. And so, you know, you're going to. We're getting there quicker than we thought we would at the first of the month. So that's good news. Yeah. From March 1 Mm -hmm. to March 24, there's been uh, quite a a shift. If you'll recall, in February, it was, oh, I mean, what, how's this going to work? And it's going to take us till July what a, to What get a, to, a yes. difference yeah. um, a month makes. 13 new cases reported by the Grayson County Health Department since Thursday. Uh, death toll remains at 53. We had been in the yellow, back in the orange now, but Grayson County's number low enough that it doesn't take but a couple of cases to change your color because it's mm-hmm. floating, on that, uh, floating on that line. So we're at 114 Butler County right at 10, Ohio County right at 5.4, Brett County right at 5.6. So we'll uh, we'll get back into the I think we'll get back into the the yellow. At but sometimes you don't want any of the yellow. I mean, unless like you're in, in Vegas, Vegas vacation, right. yes, I'll have some of the I'll, I'll have, have some yellow. I'll have some of the yellow. Uh, you can read about it at k105.com. A Litchfield woman jailed on drug and other charges after displaying erratic behavior last evening off of uh, Salt River Road. Grayson County Sheriff's Office involved in that. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has installed automated fee machines at many of the recreation areas of Rough River, Nolan, Barron, Green River, etc. You got some new uh, autonomous fee collectors out there. Beginning April 1, the areas will no longer accept cash as payment. The automated fee machines will accept payments for day use and or annual passes by credit card only. At Rough River Lake, uh, North Fork, Axtell, Laurel Branch, and Cave Creek, Nolan River Lakes, Wax, Muta Deer, Dog Creek, and um, I and Van Meter, Iberia, by the way, will no longer charge day use fees at their ramp. So you know the old used to have to drop your money in there. It was mm-hmm. kind of on the honor system. You got one of those tags and you hung it up, or at least the last time I had to get one, it was on the honor system. But this is. Put your card in there. It's going to print out a receipt. Put that on your dash or wherever just to show the uh, the core and other people who are looking that you paid to use the ramp for mm-hmm. that day. Times they are a changing, getting fancy. Out there. <laughs> I guess that means they have to have internet in those spots, right? mm-hmm. and so that. Um, well, I hear it's coming to Grayson County. That's what I've heard. 
The governor signed legislation yesterday designed to provide relief for community social service agencies that have struggled with rising pension costs. The mm-hmm. year before the pandemic, we were talking about the budget crisis and how it was putting quasi-governmental agencies like health departments in such a bind that they were teeter-tottering on collapsing because of their pension liability or they were going to have to slash their services so much that, in essence, they were being eliminated. But this legislation uh, has garnered some bipartisan support, including uh, Jim Duplessis from up at Elizabethtown is a sponsor of the bill. The measure offers relief for such agencies as rape crisis centers, domestic violence shelters, child advocacy centers, and other organizations at the forefront of caring for vulnerable Kentuckians. Under the pension formula change in House Bill 8, such agencies will be allowed to pay a fixed dollar amount per employee over 30 years instead of a constantly changing percentage of payroll. So I guess they know what they're talking about and that it will help them, and if it will help them, then good for them. The governor vetoed an open records bill shielding lawmakers. We've been actively following this open records bill and legislation that's moving through, has moved through, was uh, approved, sent to the governor, and uh, he has vetoed it. I expect there will be a veto override, and then I expect there will be a legal challenge. Because at the core of this... um. The legislature said we need a bill to protect governmental agencies from getting papered to death from these um, companies like Politico that might operate outside the state's borders, which would be coming up with unreasonable open records requests. And they have to, you know, a short period of time to turn these around. This was the messaging that they were trying to send that we got to eliminate all this nonsense that we're doing. But if you drill down on the core of the issue, it really has to deal with letting the legislature and let a legislative committee decide what is open records and what is not open records when it comes to the legislature. And the governor says that the bill defeated the entire purpose of the state's open records law. And I agree with the governor because (laughs) – The legislature is saying, well, we're going to let this bipartisan committee decide, and it can't be appealed. We'll decide. We're the be-all and end-all. We decide what you can have and what you can't when it comes to us, and that's that. Well, there's this thing called the Constitution of the state of the Commonwealth of Kentucky, and guess what it allows for? You have the freedom of relief in the courts, which Mm -hmm. says I can sue you Mm -hmm. to make you give that to me. So you think you're solving a problem and you're really creating a problem. Here's the other thing that they said. Well, but it's going to be bipartisan. We're going to have some Democrats and we're going to have some Republicans and they're going to decide. But guess what? They all use the same LRC staff. (laughs) Like they all want the same thing. Privacy. That's right. The LRC (laughs) is the real government. Right. But they serve the, they serve in a bipartisan fashion, so it's it's kind of the inmates in the asylum. Right. So I, I tell you what, put a bunch of media outlets on your on oh. your council, and we'll decide what we want and what we don't want. Listen, I want to I, I, I want to I want to caution the GOP about overplaying what they perceive as a mandate. 
A mandate doesn't mean that you go get to do whatever you want to in Frankfurt. Or guess what? Your mandate will disappear pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. You'll get enough people that are going, what are you all doing? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, well, we got to have more balance because we now we're out of balance. So that's what I have observed over the last couple of years is just, well, I mean, the people gave us, they give us increasing majorities. Well, yes, we might align with you politically, with your political ideology, but it doesn't mean we get to just do whatever we want and have it our way all of the time. That's not how democracy works. No, and the interesting part about it being a GOP-led General Assembly right now and this bill coming to through fruition is the fact that our party believes in smaller government greater grassroots campaigns, more more power to the people. That's one of the main reasons I identify as a Republican is I want the government to grow back, not my rights, their power. Yeah. So it just makes you wonder. Yes, those are things is, we, we aspire to. This is on my rights. That's right. The um, U.K. women, their season came to an end last night. Iowa defeated the uh, ladies' basketball team from U.K. And then third region action yesterday. Boys, Region 3, Muhlenberg County down Hancock County 44-33. to Owensboro defeated Butler County 78-35. to Bardstown and E-Town both winners in Region 5. So girls will be in action tomorrow night at Owensboro. Against Owensboro Catholic, we'll have that for you on K105. Got to get to a break. Love me do, I think it wasn't from there, it didn't take him long. Got himself a guitar, used to play every night. Now he's in a rock and roll outfit, and everything's alright. Today is Chocolate Covered Raisins Day. Oh, I'm a fan. Yeah, I like this. Not right. the white chocolate. I don't eat enough raisins. I don't know, I don't know why. I don't. I don't. I, I like raisins just fine. I didn't like raisins at all when I was a kid. Well, they look. They're so ugly. It's the they, ugliest food. They could easily be mistaken for insects. Yes, sure. And I think that's why I didn't like rolling the dice. Insect <laughs> yeah. or raisin? Oh, and then it was too late to find out. Mm-hmm. If you overplayed your hand, then you couldn't undo it and go. Ugh. Yeah. So, but the chocolate covered raisins. Yeah. Not, I mean, not not too bad. The thing when I eat raisins the most is in broccoli salad. It has raisins in it. That's that's about the only time I get a raisin in my life is Thanksgiving. Broccoli salad's good, by the way. Mm -hmm. International Day for Achievers, honoring those who have achieved something in any field. Something. Just anything? Just any old thing. I mean, I showed up today. I consider that a great (laughs) achievement. It's a day to recognize those who have set goals and displayed determination and confidence on their journey to achieve them. Huh. This says, there's a footnote here, what's your greatest achievement, and you're not allowed to say your kids? Uh, you know, like, I excel at the diet world. Not necessarily losing weight, but I try all the diets. You excel at getting on the fad diet? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, train? Yes. Okay. And I can tell you that they all I, work I agree. if you, you work them. You do excel them. at that. I do excel at, like, I like to try all the new things. Like, where she loves as seen on TV products, <laughs> I love as heard on infomercials. You like the diet buffet is what you like. You like to sample <laughs> from all the various diets. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll do keto half the day, <laughs> and then I'll go, Switch you know, yeah, Weight Watchers yeah. the rest of the half a day because the hamburger made more sense, and then I add up my points, and I'm still good. That's funny because that's my diet. So yeah. no fat half of the day, all fat the other half of the day because yeah. you got to have balance. Well, they say pick one. That's <laughs> I picked one in the morning. But yeah. Today <laughs> is National Cheese Steak Day. Okay. 
If you've never had one, you should know that you can really only get an authentic one in Philadelphia. Other places try, but Philly is the real deal. If you remember when the Eagles, excuse me, the Eagles, if you're from Philadelphia, you have to say Eagles. Really? When the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, we had Philly Mm cheesesteaks at the Super Bowl party, and they were okay, but I have a feeling they weren't as good as you might get if you are at... In, I in Philadelphia. steak, but I don't know why. I, I just am never drawn to the Philly cheesesteak sandwich. I will never choose it when it's on a menu unless the other option is hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> it also has that liquid cheese that we talked about yesterday that I'm not a huge fan of. I've yeah. just never been. I love that on a chip because it's gushy. Mm-hmm. I need. I don't need it on something else gushy. Um, okay. There's going to be a pop quiz in math today. Um, But the good news is I won't be checking for correct or incorrect answers because the answer will be different for everyone. Oh, common core math. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's the new math. (laughs) It's the new math. Now, I think that you're you're, – I need a calculator. Yeah, you're not going to need paper, by the way, really. A new study says Americans gained about 0.6 pounds every 10 days during lockdown. And the reason I say that your number will vary is because your lockdown days will have been different. You know, you might have been isolated or at home for a shorter period or a longer period, but you might, just as an exercise, if you have gained weight over the last year, you might sit down and consider, all right, how many multiples of 10 days, right? right? So for each one 10-day period I have, if I multiply that, by point six, how close would I be at my gross weight gain in that yeah. period? So that's like 1.8 pounds a month. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So for every 30 days, you're talking about nearly yeah, two pounds. So, so you know. and, and I was never locked down. No, and was I was that? successful <laughs> with six pounds. 12 months. So what did, what did pounds. I win? Right? I don't even know how much I've gained and was not locked down. Yeah, I wasn't I mean, locked down and, was, and still was um, able to participate with you guys. By the way, <laughs> we weren't we were not locked down to the point that we didn't come to work every day, but we did modify behavior. Oh, we yeah. did we spent less time outside in ways. We just did we traveled less. We did so Yeah, I, you all did. There's some there's some change, yeah. but, but not, I don't know that it can be explained. But not hold up eating donuts or, No, you know. no, yeah. not hold up eating donuts. Just out walking <laughs> just around out, eating donuts. Just coming in the station and eating <laughs> That's donuts. That's right. Just right. <laughs> any old time you wanted a donut, there was, a, there was <laughs> one. one really. If you want to go on a really effective uh, liquid diet, LaCroix has three new summer flavors coming soon. I like those. And if you, you do like LaCroix, yeah, I think LaCroix, yeah. ugh, mm-hmm. uh, it's no. No, they they sent some samples. Mm-hmm. You know, they they sent them to some uh, like media partners to say try these and give them a try, and I found them to be not good at all. This is my this is my preference in sparkling water. The ice. ice. Okay. This one, these are really good. Those have soda in them. The Lacroix. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're an acquired taste. The the Lacroix looks like it would be good because yeah, of the packaging. It's very attractive. Like, oh yeah, I want to be there. It was like having a Lacroix. It's like when you were smoking and you had a Virginia Slim. You felt so <laughs> fancy with the fancy Slim. Yeah, you know, like when it was trendy to be a smoker. 
That's now, what, what were the little? Is. It's the Virginia uh, Slim. But no, what you're really fancy is if you have like on the Swisher Sweets, oh, the little white tip thing on. that you put on one. Yeah, yeah. girls yeah. didn't smoke those though. We had the Virginia Slims or the Salem. <laughs> The, what's, the, what's the Salem extra longs or whatever? I can't the believe box you're not was, mentioning Capri. The box was this big, Capri. Oh, well, the Misty cigarettes is what got me hooked. <laughs> this is true. I had a friend give me a carton of Misty cigarettes for my name, and I thought, well, I'll just smoke these. Yeah, thanks a lot, friend. Yeah. For 20 years. <laughs> so, Misty cigarettes. Okay. What's yeah. that say for Maker's Mark? <laughs> Beach Plum is a, is a LaCroix, new LaCroix flavor, black raspberry and guava Sao Paulo. I don't even know what that is. What is that? No, I don't know. Right. It's a lot of words and a lot of syllables. Sounds and fancy. Another, another. Yeah. I'll, have a, I'll smoke a Capri with that one then. What you want to be careful about, <laughs> though, know, is that is that most every distiller has some type of seltzer, hard seltzer now, yeah. that if you find yourself... If you you could put a LaCroix next to some type of hard seltzer and you might not know the difference until you tasted it and went, whoa, mm-hmm. that's a that's not a LaCroix or that's not just a sparkling water. Yeah, that's the thing. And the packaging looks very similar. That's right. They're all just trying to make it as attractive as possible mm-hmm. and say, hey, look how fun this is. I so. feel so trendy. and That's exactly upbeat. right. You can suddenly go, I have had 12 LaCroix. <laughs> It's still driving. <laughs> it's still driving. My Cadbury <laughs> Cadbury chooses the new bunny for 2021, is and the winner thing? is a frog named Betty. Another year, another Cadbury bunny. The candy company announced the winner of its third annual Cadbury bunny tryouts, and it's not even a bunny or even a mammal at all, but a frog. It's I an Australian it. white tree fo- frog from Stewart, Florida, named Betty. She's less than a year old, which makes this her very first Easter. Last year, she was barely a tadpole. She's also contest's smallest winner to date, as well as the first amphibian and first female winner. So, Get milestones. It, I Break, love it. Breaking glass ceilings again. Get That's it, what's girl. funny. My story says, you go, girl, right there. Get it, girl. So, you know, so. Betty looks like I didn't sign up for this. Right. Who put me here? I, I was told there was chocolate. I hopped on over. Right. And now you slap these ears on me. I'm not trying to be a rabbit. I still want to be a frog. Mm-hmm. Where are the flies? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Open this egg. Yeah. The flies are, there, in are there flies in this egg? I'm going <laughs> like to need. The only thing that make that better is Betty White was with Betty the Frog. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Do you all like the Swiss? Swiss Army Knives, Swiss Miss. Oh, I thought you meant the people. I'm like, Swiss, well, I've never ba- met Swiss Banks. Do you believe the Swiss when they when the Swiss say things? Do you believe them? I like Swiss hot chocolate. Yeah. Swiss mathematicians have come up with a formula for the perfect wife. I like Swiss cheese. Okay. It's very holy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, stuff you only eat, you only eat Swiss cheese on Sundays. The perfect <laughs> wife, according to the Swiss. Even on Saturday for the Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> The perfect wife, according to Swiss mathematicians. Okay, so should we keep score while you write these off? Let's, no, let's it's a simple enough Christy. formula that um, you'll be able to score this on your hand. It's a yes or no, <laughs> true or false. The perfect wife, according to the Swiss mathematicians, is five years younger than her husband. We, we got uh, that. Yes, I agree with that. She is from the same cultural mm-hmm. background. But it, it, if, if five is good, mm-hmm. is eight better as far as the years and the youth? Well, I think that's a good range. Depends on the maturity level of, of the mister. Okay. Because in, in your case, you all oh, are five, five years mm-hmm. apart. 
uh, 71 and 76. In our mm-hmm. case, 79 to 71. Mm-hmm. So if five is good, is going that way better or do is there a crossing over point? Is my I think when you get a double digit, you went a little too far. Do I give her a full point? You went too deep in the scene. For, on the perfection scale, do, does she get a point for the metric of the age difference? Like That's a, what like I'm Like a asking. point and a half. Okay. I oh, get a point, a, she gets a point ooh, and a half. Ooh, wow, yeah. a point and a half. Yeah. Uh, she needs to be from the same cultural background. You are. Okay, so I can, uh, absolutely. Uh, rural, yeah. Kentucky, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Christian. Mm-hmm. And then... She is at least 27% smarter than her husband. Yeah. So five years younger, same cultural background, 27% smarter than her husband. We are the perfect wives. I mean, I've been saying that. Y'all just finally, y'all have reached perfection finally, haven't you? So there you go. (laughs) Now you've got the formula. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. We'll play You Pick Trivia coming up here on In the Know. You know, approximately one-third of people can't snap their fingers. Really? <laughs> so theoretically, one of us might not be able to snap fingers. I can snap my fingers. I can snap my fingers. Yeah? Honey, you can snap your fingers, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah? So I just I'm wondering. Who I mean, in the building? Is there anybody else? Yeah. Now, how many people do you think are just doing what we're doing right now? All the people. Like, uh-huh. remember the day that I, I said that people roar? people can't lick their elbow. <laughs> yeah. I'm still trying to, to do that. To lick their... I got to sit around watching TV. Going, I'm going to do it, and then I'm going to send you a picture. People of me are going to be it. snapping today. Snappy, snappy. Headed Check. into a ribbon cutting. Checking it all. Blood out. donation. Snapping. <laughs> there you go. Uh, today's you pick trivia. Are you all ready to play you pick trivia? Yeah. Uh, give you a chance to prove that you're the smartest person around the water cooler. Twenty-seven percent smarter than you. Twenty-seven percent <laughs> smarter than than me. Well, if you want to be perfect. Uh, according to the Swiss. Yes. According to the Swiss. Well, the Swiss know they put holes in their cheese. Mm-hmm. All right, you pick trivia. Question number one for today. I mean, think how much cheese, how much better their cheese would be if it didn't have holes, and how much more they could charge for it. According to Kenny Rogers' hit "The Gambler," are you ready? Mm-hmm. According to Kenny Rogers' hit "The Gambler," what is the secret to surviving? According to the Kenny Rogers' hit "The Gambler," what is the secret to surviving? Is it A, know when to hold them, know when to fold them; B, knowing what to throw away and knowing what to keep. C, never count your money when you're sitting at the table. And D, it won't mean you're weak if you turn the other cheek. Is it knowing to hold them, knowing to fold them, knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep? Never count your money when you're sitting at the table, or it don't mean you're weak if you turn the other cheek? This might trip some people up. Well, yes, yes. Because they're all mm-hmm. lines. Mm-hmm. Kenny Rogers passed away March 20th of 2020, by the way. So it's been a year. I also read that uh, his family has taken all of his music off of Apple Music and streaming services. I'm going to need you to be quiet. I'm singing in my head. Mm-hmm. Me okay. too. Sorry. Right? You don't like that. You don't like that do-do-do I know music? you got a radio show to do mm-hmm. it. 
According to Kenny Rogers, hit the gambler. What is the secret to surviving? Knowing when to hold them, knowing when to fold them, knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep. Never count your money when you're sitting at the table, or it won't mean you're weak if you turn the other cheek. Uh, are either of you locked in? Yes. Okay, uh, Misty, what did you what did you lock in? Uh, C. You said C. Never count your money when you're sitting at the table. Okay, <laughs> Beads, what did you say? Uh, I'm going to go with B. No, it's that way of knowing what to keep. If but you said, now I feel like I should have gone with her. If you said B, you are correct. Okay. Knowing what to throw okay. away and knowing what to keep is when they say the secret to surviving. Okay. Is knowing, but the chorus is you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Okay. D, it won't mean you're weak if you're turned the other cheek, is actually from another song. Okay. So yeah, I don't. I didn't even recognize the line you picked. The right answer. I didn't even recognize that line yeah. in the song. The secret to surviving is knowing what to throw away and knowing what to keep. Uh-huh. Okay. And then it gets into you better count your money. You never count your money when it's at the table, blah, blah, blah. All right. Here comes question number two. What is the process of sterilizing liquids to call bacteria used by heat called? What is the process of sterilizing liquids to kill bacteria by using heat called? Oxygenation, homogenization, pasteurization, or moonshining? Mm. <laughs> Oxygenation, homogenization, Pasteurization or moonshining. <laughs> the process of sterilizing liquids to kill bacteria by using heat. Is this pretty obvious? I think so. But... It, it should be obvious to certainly one of you. <laughs> and I can give you the guy's name. It was the same doctor. You can? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Probably. me too. Yeah. His well, first name? I think so. Yes. So you were you were awake in history class that day. All right, Beach, we'll start with you. Is it A, B, C, or D? Well, now I'm a little bit scared, but it's pasteurization. It, mm-hmm. uh, Misty, right. what did you say? Pasteurization. Pasteurization is, is correct. Louis Pasteur. Louis. Yep, that's right. Oh, yep. Louis Pasteur. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the field trip to the dairy farm, we were also reminded without pasteurization, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be drinking that delicious milk. And some of us lived on the dairy farm, so we didn't have to take a field trip. Uh, and I lived about as near a dairy farm as you can get to one without living on one. Mm-hmm. So there was one at the top of the hill. You can smell it, but don't own it. Maybe time to move. <laughs> <laughs> Words of wisdom. Uh, yeah. Too well, early. Too early in the show. Le- no, I mean, luckily, <laughs> luckily, the wind didn't come from the south yeah. to the north as much. So yeah, that's good. Uh, we didn't. We weren't downwind of the dairy farm most of the time. So that was good. Uh, question number three: What are you studying? If you take a class in pistology, what are you mm-hmm. studying? If you take a class in pistology, is it A, guns and ammo? Is it B, faith? Is it C, anger management? Or C, the human urinary tract? Guns and ammo, faith, anger management, or the human urinary tract? What are you studying? Pistology, P-I-S-T-O-L-O-G-Y. Misty, are you locked in? Yes. I hope you didn't choose D. Why? I'm just wondering. D would be urology. (laughs) Correct. What did you lock in? B would be theology. I chose A. You chose A, guns Guns and and ammo. What did you choose, Miss Buckles? Guns and ammo. Guns and ammo. Ah, you all took the bait. It is faith. The study of faith 
is pistology. Theology is the study of the, word. the study yeah. of you know religious studies well, of theology, but pistology is faith. I almost said C because people get pistology and get mad. And the, you need some anger management. They right? get C that turns into D. They get C, and we tell we call it D. Right? Yeah. I, I, you see what I'm saying? I got it. Yeah. It is. Uh, it is faith on you pick trivia. Hmm. Um, Jeopardy. People are up in arms over Jeopardy because they're letting Doctor Oz host. By the way, of the all of the guest hosts they've had so far, I like Doctor Oz the least. Why are people mad about it, though? Well, because they say that he, he is a crackpot scientist. Like, he he doesn't believe he, he's got really weird, outlandish, you know, he doesn't necessarily trust the science on things, allegedly. And so he's just being met with people saying that on a f- show about facts, you should have a person that is more definitive on facts than but he doesn't write and answer the questions. No, he doesn't. Asking. But I'll tell you, he's just the worst host so far. No, well. Of all the ones they've had, he's not. I don't. I've seen his television show mm-hmm. put all the time together, and it might total three minutes. Okay. Ten seconds at a time, like in passing. But he's just boring. He's he's not charismatic. He's mm-hmm. not. I don't know. I've never watched a show. I have, but it's been so long ago that I didn't walk away going, you're terrible, or hey, you're the greatest. Seth Rogen will play Steven Spielberg's uncle in a movie about the director's childhood. Okay. Seth Rogen to play Steven Spielberg's uncle. Okay. I thought they look similar enough that I thought that they would. Yes, but if... Here's when I thought that Seth Rogen was actually going to play Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. I decided that... He will not be convincing unless he can get rid of his laugh. Yep. Seth Rogen's laugh is his signature. But I love yeah. it. And if he can, I don't like it. I don't know why. I just don't. I don't like it. It's very deep and. Oh, oh, I like oh, it. I like it. It's funny and. to me. <laughs> Prince Harry reportedly has taken a job at a Silicon Valley startup. The former senior member of the royal family will now be the chief impact officer at BetterUp Incorporated, which is an app that offers professional coaching, counseling, and mentorship. So I watched the interview. Yeah. They own a chicken farm. Yes, they do. So they are it, – it was it was an interesting interview. I didn't realize how far they had fallen from the upper echelons of servants and – housekeeping and chariots and all of the things that they had. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, carriages and all that. Yeah. But so to be, what, 35 years old and to never have had a job. We all remember whether it was McDonald's or whether our first day at our first part-time job when you went somewhere and you showed up and how green you were. So imagine... Prince Harry showing up at his first, you know, Megan has packed his lunchbox. No, that's not. If I had to choose between that day and him getting his first paycheck and having to take it to the bank, Mm -hmm. that's the one I want to watch. Yeah. Because he's never done that. What's this thing? I went to work and they gave me this paper. Why do I have this paper? What are these numbers? Where are the rubies? Where are the jewels? Who's Becca? (laughs) We got to get to a break. Back with more. Beehive Home. MB's point to ponder for today. What fake thing always happens in movies oh. or television shows? Yeah. So I love when the fight starts and one punch knocks the big guy down, but he's not the main evil character. 
Okay. And 50 punches didn't take out the evil character, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But his front guy was taken out, and he just lays on the ground like he's knocked out. Right. What are you watching? All the things. <laughs> all the things. This isn't all like the things. The, when, in yeah. the old movies, when they would, they would have uh, six shots in their revolver. Yeah. They would shoot all six shots, and then they would throw the gun yes. at someone as That's if fun. they were going to be. Like, <laughs> One last attempt. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Oh, um, you know how people hide behind things and think that those things will stop bullets? So if I just hide behind this car door, yeah. there's no way those bullets can go through the car door. I'm protected mm-hmm. in gunfights. Yeah. It's weird. I have also told you that um, I it always irks me that no one says goodbye when they end a phone call on television or movies. When we end a phone call, none of mm-hmm. us just hang up. You know, we say, okay, I'll talk to you later. All right, see you later. Bye. Let me point one out. That's not in the movies. This is going to drive everybody crazy now that I pointed out, but I hate the the conversation transition. So you will see like two main characters having a conversation driving down the road. And then you see them walking through their office and the conversation picks back up. And I'm like, that's not real. (laughs) You would have finished the conversation on your way to the office, up the steps, through the parking lot. Right. Cell phones and iPads and computers in general have nearly ruined entertainment because they have to live in a space Mm -hmm. where they pretend like it doesn't exist because they need to be able to have the dialogue. You know, there are things that they have on the phone now that none of us have on the phone. It's just text. Well, so now, like the Netflix movies, you're seeing the text conversation on the screen. Mm -hmm. They've done a better job of Mm -hmm. uh, better job of that. On television tonight, so you can find those annoying things. Also, you know, the Friends is a perfect example of, do you have any idea what the apartment on Friends would cost a month? None of them could afford to live where they lived. Right. Well, no, but it, it's because Monica's grandmother, it was, what, what's the, it was rent control. Yeah, but what, acro- what about across the hall? It's not not controlled well, that way. I don't way. know about that, but the, apparently Chandler had a good job. The Masked Singer, <laughs> but no one quite knew what it was. <laughs> on Fox, The Masked Singer. On HBO, The Day Sports Stood Still, taking us back a year ago when everything suddenly went idle. Mm-hmm. The NBA ended, the Sweet 16 stopped, the NCAA tournament, the SEC tournament, everything. Baseball, everything went idle. So that's uh, tonight on HBO. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1976, the president of Argentina, Isabel Perón, was deposed by her country's military. In 1958, Elvis was inducted into the U.S. Army. The Exxon Valdez ran aground this date in 1989. Halle Berry became the first black performer to win a Best Actress Oscar for her work in Monsters Ball this date in 2002. Ten years ago today, a funeral service was held for Elizabeth Taylor. Year ago today, the International Olympic Committee announced the Summer Olympics in Tokyo would be postponed until 2021. I hope. By the way, they've uh, we're we're not we can't go to the Olympics. Our trip is canceled. Did you all know? I hadn't gotten the memo yet. It's canceled. Uh, the Japanese aren't allowing international visitors, international spectators. They're still planning to have the Olympics, but the competitors can come from around the world, but spectators have to be from Japan. Hmm. Today's birthday's fashion designer Tommy Hilfiger is seventy. Hilfiger or Hilfiger? I always said figure. I said yeah. figure. 
as well. Louis Anderson is 68 today. Kelly LeBrock is 61. I was watching an episode of, uh, it's from season two of The Sopranos the other day, and Tony was wearing a Tommy Hilfiger jacket, and I thought, I, I, thought, I had one of those. Yeah. Uh, Star Jones, TV personality Star Jones is 59 today. Is she a TV personality? Is Star Jones still on TV? Don't watch it. No La- idea. Lara Flynn Boyle is 51. Jim Parsons is 48 today. Wow. Sheldon Cooper, four to the eight. Wow. Peyton Manning is 45. Jessica Chastain is 44. Gone but not forgotten. Harry Houdini in 1874. Joseph Barbera in 1911. Norman Fell in 1924. He played Mr. Roper on Three's Company. <laughs> Come and knock on our door. <laughs> <laughs> Misty, have you seen Suzanne Summers in the news this week? Mm-mm. You might want to look into that. Yeah. Yeah, they, she and her husband shared a very interesting factoid, and I thought, no way. Okay. So, anyway, if you run across it, you might find it interesting. But both of you will find it interesting. I just know that, Misty, you once were Suzanne Summers for Halloween, mm-hmm. that's why I pointed out. <laughs> Venus Frankie Avalon, number one in 1959. Suzanne Summers is what seventy now, probably. Has to be. Close to that, maybe over that. Has to be. Yeah. I had a moment a couple of days ago. Someone around me said something about someone's mammal, and when I did the math, I I, I said, their mammal is not that old. Right, you don't have to be very old to be a mammal. Is right. my point. Right. And so I was doing the math and going, "Oh yeah, there are young people who are grandparents." Yeah. At least in my mind, <laughs> it can happen. It can. Sitting on the dock of the bay, Otis Redding, number one in 1968. Complete with sound effects of the ocean. I like Otis Redding. He's a top five for me. Let's go to 1977. Love everything he did. Uh, I've never seen Mamma Mia the movie. Well, lucky you. I've seen the show, but I've never seen the movie. Yeah, I don't care for either. You don't? Uh, no, my Maddie loves it. Anna loves the movie. Yeah. Um, it killed me. Yeah. Hey, it was... Um... I love ABBA. Don't get me wrong. I love ABBA. Yeah, and the soundtrack is great. Yeah. But the storyline itself, I was just not that, that intrigued with. Yeah, I will tell you, in looking back at the Broadway show, mm-hmm. that was the only good thing about it was the music. Yeah. Like, all the other storyline and the... And the like, set I guess was I so just simple. It was like, oh. Listen to the... I could have just listened to the... Oh, we got... Somebody knock loose the grounding cable. <laughs> Falco, rock me Amadeus. It's a shame we didn't ever get a studio quality version of this. Nineteen ninety-five. Uh, Candy Rain, Soul for Real was number one. My Immortal Evanescence in 04. And Bruno Mars, When I Was Your Man, was number one eight years ago today. It's been a while. Eight years ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Often when you think you're at the end of something, 
you're at the beginning of something else. Often when you think you're at the end of something, you're at the beginning of something else. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Beach, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. Okay.